You're listening to the Imperfect Allies Podcast. I'm Chris. Thank y'all for catching up with us today as you're going to hear a really candid conversation between me and Richie as we discuss comedy, do's and don'ts, freedom of speech, racism, and everything in between as we discuss something that hit close to home in the Dallas comedy scene between our friend Pong Dang and the nationally touring comedian Tony Hinchcliffe. Please enjoy. All right, you're listening to the Imperfect Allies. I'm Chris, and I'm Richie, and my and kids today are back. we. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's an Imperfect Podcast. It's all good. Um, today we're just gonna we're gonna have a little candid for y'all as we just uh, we have probably a lot of topics to cover today, but some interesting things popped up in the Dallas scene, so we figured we'll address them here. Uh, feel free to comment, mm-hmm. drop in any of your thoughts, uh, and then we'll we'll go from there. <laughs> So yeah, Rich, how are you? How are you feeling? You give backstory. You got it, man. Uh, so a couple weeks, uh, weeks, a couple of um, days ago, uh, our our uh, comedian, uh, DFW comedian, and acquaintance of mine, and Chris's. Anyway, he released a video uh, of uh, a set he did a week a week prior at um, in Austin, and he was bringing up the next comic, who was Tony Heathcliff. Hinchcliffe. Hinchcliffe, sorry, Tony Hinchcliffe. And uh, Tony Hinchcliffe is a national touring touring comedian. He has a very popular podcast called Kill Tony that's uh, sort of wildly successful. He's part of Joe Rogan's sort of crew and plugged into that whole thing. So uh, Pong set was about a huge part of it was about stopping Asian hate in America. He kind of, he was, he went into really good detail about, you know, really serious detail. It was, it was a great tension there. Like he, he kind of shared exactly what happened to the women in um, Atlanta. And then he went into the rest of his set. I thought it was great. I mean, he's very funny. He's such, he's such a funny comedian. And anyway, so he, he was talking a little bit about um, that stuff and, and asked the audience, you know, to stop Asian hate. And they all, whooped. I mean, they, it was applause break. People wanted, you know, wanted that. So I don't know, his set ended and uh, Tony Hinchcliffe came up and said uh, a racial slur about him. He said something um, to the, you know, the worst sort of racial slur, I guess, for, for Chinese folks in English. And, and um, it was like right at him. And then he went into like this, the, the, the accent. A mocking ping set or pong set rather and um it was just really really kind of hateful give it up for the one and only tony hinchcliffe And um, and he posted that he didn't he didn't judge it on his post. He just said, you know, I uh, got to open for Tony Hinchcliffe. This is what he said. Happy uh, Asian um, was it Asian Heritage Heritage Month. Sorry, yeah. And um, and it went viral. And it's it's now like it's been on Newsweek and USA Today. It's been on TMZ television. It's it's kind of all over the place. And um, that that has started a debate within the community uh, because Tony got a couple of dates canceled and and there's uh, his agent uh, dropped him, um, you know, and it's um, that's kind of where where this all this stuff started. 
Chris, what did you think when you first sort of saw that stuff? Yeah, so it was uh, Tuesday morning, I think. Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning, I can't recall, when I first saw it, the first post. So since Pong is a friend of mine, I saw his post first. Um, mm -hmm. Then I yeah, saw me too. Yeah. like what two or three other people share it. And I and I remember because it's, it's, it, it's good to be first, right? So I was like, ooh, <laughs> let me get into this. Let me share this. This seems something like... I should be about, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Pong's a friend of mine. Everyone that is a friend of mine is sharing these things. Let me see. Let me let me think about this. OK. Mm -hmm. And then I started sitting with it and was like, you know, I don't have enough information. I'm not going in on this. I'm not going to yeah. share this post because I don't know enough. And Pong's post was so vague. I couldn't tell if it was satire. There were no emojis. There was, It was just he put the information out and that was mm -hmm. it. It was very mm -hmm. much maybe what journalism is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> like no opinion just facts yeah. and i yeah. didn't know what to do with that because <laughs> that was out of my league and i had my own opinion kind of percolating mm -hmm. and so I, I hesitated i didn't do anything and i went along with my day and then i think you reached out to me mm -hmm. and um and so i you know just for transparency I, how do you feel about me just reading our text conversation oh that's fine with me yeah yeah because i think it, it's it's very much where we were at and I think you'll we'll see the evolution even of where we are even two or three days later. There yeah, there'll be some movement. I think there is. So it'd be interesting to see where we started because this was the initial thing. Like I was really upset and reached out to you about it, and then yeah. So first thing I, you reached out, you were like, "Hey, seen Pong stuff." I was just like, "Yeah, I saw it." I have mixed feelings for me. Um, and then I asked you how you were taking it because I thought, hey, we might need to have him on the show. This is mm -hmm. this is our jam. This is what we do. <laughs> this is someone jam. close to us. Um, yeah. And there, we didn't know at this time that there'd be media attention. This was mm -hmm. just still in our community. Mm -hmm. um, and you said, yeah, he'd be a good guest. And I think we both we both didn't know who Tony was. So you said, I don't know Tony. I didn't either really that much mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. Um, you said it just seemed mean spirited and ugly. Mm. And uh, but you really liked that Pong just posted it and not really calling it out. Mm -hmm. I responded saying, see, I wish he would have shared his opinion. Was he posting it in protest? Was it satire? Because he is a comedian. Mm -hmm. um, because he tagged Asian Heritage Month with a post that was anti-Asian Heritage Month. Right. Um, was it irony? Yeah, right. Was, was it irony? To... Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, Tony Hinchcliffe is a roast comic. Mm -hmm. So it was very on brand for who he was. So that's what I said to you. Mm -hmm. And then um, we kind of talked about our relationship with uh, Pong more intimately and if we could mm -hmm. get him on the show. Mm -hmm. um, and that that was the day of conversation. I mm -hmm. think we kind of changed as time went on. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, yeah, it did. And I and I think my initial thing was like, yeah, kind of along the lines with you. is like, what is what does Pong think about this? What is it? You know, what is he what is he feeling? What is he thinking? And that's why I want to get on the show, because that to me, that's, you know, paramount. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it man, it started. I, I think I got out of that hole about two hours ago and it's Friday night. You've been at in that 730. Hole this oh, this for two days, for two days. And because uh, I'm tr because and for me, it's I think it's for you and all all comedians. It's complicated. It's nuanced and it's not cut and dry as far as feelings and thoughts and our principles as comedians and mm -hmm. the rules of the game and all that stuff. Like there's just and then just, you know, personal stuff. What the country's going like, it's just a complex, nuanced thing. And because, um, you know, right off the bat, my thought was, you know, Tony was just, you know, vile 
vile. Yeah, piece of sh- I mean, I, I'll, you know, this is candid. I'll be real. I mean, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Just like, just a crappy person uh, attacking somebody that I have uh, shared the stage with and that I respect. And a lot of people that I, I, you know, respect and love, love him. So it's, you know what I mean? It's like family, like that kind of, again, a little bit about what we talked about, like how that is a community, that collective, mm-hmm. collective community. But with that, there are, there are things because it bumped up against some principles or some rules. One of those rules is uh, you don't film someone else's set and post it. That's a rule mm. in the, in the comedy world. Now, if you're po- yeah. you know if you're recording and you get somebody else's, it's not a, that's not the issue. The issue is if it gets posted publicly. Um, and somebody addressed that today just perfectly. They said, "I am against filming other comedians' jokes and posting them." And what pa- uh, what Pong posted was not a jo- the from Tony was not a joke. Mm. And that's really the defense of his behavior so far. It started like it's a joke, and mm, you. Um, you know what I'm saying. Like that's mm-hmm. the first thing. So I, so that really sat sat with me. I'm like, yeah, it's it wasn't a joke. He wasn't posting somebody else's set, and people asked him to, uh, and he he didn't respond. And then later on, Ari Shafir posted a all of uh, Pong set and all of. Um, uh, Tony oh. set. So you have this like long 20 minute clip. You see everything. And for me, seeing that clip was worse because it felt like he was, um, it, it, it wasn't, um, it wasn't, I don't think he was trying to attack Pong in the set, but his set reminded me like the first half, of course he was the first two minutes. Of course it was all anti Chinese stuff, but like, I just hit what that, what he does, the thing that he does to me is what is wrong with comedy. <laughs> mm, yeah. I, understand. I mean, I'm just going to be real. Like it's that to me is, is what's wrong with comedy is that attitude. Yeah. So, and then, that's what, that's, that's point one of many. So we can <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think so. It, what's funny is the reason when I first watched it, be, the reason I didn't ha- share my opinion is because I mm-hmm. cared more for Pong's first. And the fact that Pong didn't share his opinion, he just posted it, made me confused and conflicted because mm-hmm. my original opinion yeah. was what Tony is doing is so on the nose to what we discuss on this show. Mm-hmm. But in a but from a comedic standpoint of what it's like being white and being accused of being a race traitor. Mm. And so I heard him making fun of the ideology that if you're Mm. white, you need to be white through Mm. and through. And so he Mm. came out disrespecting the audience is what I interpreted as Mm. by being racially white and toxic racist. Mm. Mm-hmm. For the audience to be like, look at you. What kind of white man are you? Like, who do you think you are as a white person to be mm-hmm. applauding and ooing and awing for this guy? Mm-hmm. And and so my so I got the joke. And so it, it's interesting that you opened saying that you felt it wasn't a joke at all. Whereas for me, I knew immediately the laugh trigger that he's going for is ambivalence because he's saying something that you're not even supposed to say. And it's actually un- like we talk about on the show as it's an unspoken truth is that the moment you support the cause, you then are no longer white in a lot of ways. You were considered mm-hmm. a race traitor. Yeah. And you've you've dealt with that just from mm-hmm. <laughs> just from doing things that we would say are good things to do. Mm-hmm. So I so I heard Tony doing that 
Well, actually, the first thing I did is I, I I laughed at what Tony was doing, not laughing at at Pang's expense, but I looked at one of the people in the video, and their head just went down, and they yeah. shook and they laughed because mm-hmm. that was to me that was the audience. So mm-hmm. I went to see what the audience was experiencing, and it was like mm-hmm. he's hitting that on the nose. That's the white. Mm-hmm. I'm not white, so that's not a thing that I experienced, but I mm-hmm. I know it now enough talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I experienced that. I then looked up Tony to be to see what his brand was because if this mm-hmm. was off brand and it was just hey i got an asian guy in front of me i'm gonna go off mm-hmm. then i would have been appalled but yeah. i just saw this was this is what this guy does and mm-hmm. then um i saw who he was like similar to and mm-hmm. it was very much in that vein and mm-hmm. um and and so what was really hard for me is that people in the Dallas scene that I respected were saying very demonstrative things about Tony and they weren't jokes. I could tell those weren't jokes. And so mm-hmm. I was a little conflicted and chose mm-hmm. to step back until I heard anything from Pong. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was my perspective. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think I think I started out um, completely offended. And then as I watched that clip, you know, I, I, I could see what he was doing. And I and I get what people are saying about he what you know, what you what you were saying about how what he was trying, like as a comedian, I saw it. I'm like, OK, I, I see that he was trying to do a bit, um, you know, at, at this, at you know, that I saw that I moved the needle a little bit, like a little, you know, a little bit, but yeah. not not much. I was still like to me. And and even if even if he was trying that to me, um, that it's just it's just not funny. Like there's never a time when you're berating someone else unless they're unless they have an advantage over you in a significant way, you know. Um, and so like, you know, speaking truth to power or, you know, making fun of someone who is a higher social class, you know, or financial or, or whatever. And, and um, that just didn't seem like uh, that didn't seem at all like what he was doing. It seemed like he was just like he was pissed that that Pong had such a great set because I think Pong got two applause breaks, which in a club mm-hmm. like in, the, in those venues, that's not like a I mean. That happens, but like you know, what I'm saying like that's a real test of your your material and stuff and and uh, his his performance. So anyway, I was impressed by that anyway, at least. Yeah. And uh, he had a really good set and and people. I don't know, man. I just uh, I I don't I don't care. I don't care that Tony was trying to joke. Like I just don't care. Yeah. Um. Like to me, the the cost of the the emotional cost of just one person in the audience feeling the way that Pong talked about later. Um was like and i I hope he'll talk to us more about on the show um to me that's not worth anything that's uh, to make other people laugh like Mm. the what's there's so for the audience too that are not comics like there's this adage that all comics either were bullied or or were bullies so one of the two all comics fall into one of those categories and this to me is just like bully comedy um talking down to people and like in things like that and it wasn't just it wasn't just um the first two minutes he went off to like some just sort of he just started making he just started giving shit to the crowd mm-hmm. to ladies in particular like got sort of misogynistic in the middle and it's like dude like and i i've watched like some of his like com- patriots the people that do the kind of comedy he does and they're like you know um you know it says so-and-so obliterates a heckler and it's like always women that they're going after mm-hmm. and like calling a bitch and everything else it's like what do you like i don't know i get that 
I get that anybody of any sex, creed, you know, any race, whatever, can be an asshole to you and, and you want to shut them down. Um, it just felt like, it just felt like there was, of all the ones I watched, of all the people that it was clo- that were close to him, it was all the same thing. It was going mm-hmm. after sort of like this, their imagined woke leftist woman, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, it, and uh, yeah. Our audience members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe so. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that may, that may very well be true. And it doesn't regard, I mean, it doesn't matter what your politics are or what your race is or social status or class or whatever else you don't talk in a comedy club and don't, you know, just go, just leave. Like if you don't like it, leave. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, you know, uh, I mean, you should if leave. If you are going to a comedy show and you don't like it, it is best to just leave. That actually sends and, a better message than you yelling at the comic because the comic can turn it around, especially if you don't like what they're saying and they're being racist and shit. If you just get up, pay your bill, like, excuse me, I like to pay my bill, walk out in the middle of it, and even just talk about the, don't eat, you know, be like, I didn't like it. Just be cool, walk out. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's going to impact that. that. That comic will have a hard time being booked at that venue if that if that booker is not like 100% behind them. And most bookers don't give a shit. They just want comics that'll fill, yeah. you know, fill the, fill the seats. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really tough um, because. And I think since on this podcast, we cover all of these things. It's like, yes, there are lanes of comedy that some people will deem not comedy. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've experienced that tenfold moving to California mm-hmm. and presenting what I think is eloquent comedy. Like I, I like I am not a brash hit you over the face with some arrogant uh, misogynistic jokes, but I mm-hmm. will tell you what my experience is as a person. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always fly for some people. Right. And so yeah. I run and into can people. I, can I jump in in the middle though? Can, because, yeah. because I think that was a big distinction here. Uh, Tony was not sharing his experience. He was going after somebody else. And I think that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can talk about, yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wasn't saying that to say that that's what Tony was doing. Mm. Um, More or less that um, even when you do that, people still will say it's not funny. Sure. I'm I'm speaking more on people saying whatever you do is not funny. And Mm -hmm. I, I disagree. I think that what Tony was doing, the funny part was so buried in white culture that unless you were aware of it, unless you were a part of it, it does go over your head because it's 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 such a like it's the darkest part of white culture that he was attacking. Mm-hmm. You, it, that's that's the only funny, and it's if you can't know that first, you have to know the joke to get the joke essentially, and mm-hmm. that joke is only known by people that are in that deep dark cesspool of white mm-hmm. culture. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I've been exposed to it or know about it or whatever else. Yeah, because if you're not in it, like you're not in it, I'm not in it. I only know it because I've worked so hard in this podcast and this medium to like really try and understand. Because I know people aren't bad. Like we have learned that people aren't inherently bad. There is something in them that mm-hmm. um that connects with things in, differently than it does for us so yeah. that that was and, and that's what tony's friends have been saying is that he's not a bad person right it but i think everyone is saying that the these were bad jokes i don't think anybody is saying that they were good jokes a lot of people are saying they're good jokes like a lot of people on twitter or at least on social media are saying like oh it's hilarious i laughed even local comedians are like hey i laughed it was hilarious and then when they're asked what parts were hilarious they won't answer mm. um yeah i mean i get what you're saying man i just don't i don't again it's not it's the the ticket's not worth the ride at all to me um yeah 
you know, it's, he's not, ex- who is he exposing that to? Is he exposing that to whites that know about it? Well, that, it, it just totally, <laughs> being a very uh, in, in, entrenched in white culture for a long time and knowing a lot about it, it just didn't, it wasn't even, I don't know, I just, none of it was funny to me. Yeah. Like, none of it. And and I, I was like, he's a comedian, I gave him a laugh. I think I smiled at one thing when I watched his set, like a little, a little like, hmm. But I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like a Turner phrase or something that he had. Um, and um, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess, I guess I hear what people are saying that like, um, he wasn't intentionally being racist. He wasn't intentionally trying to hurt Ping and stuff like that. He hasn't said any of that, of course, but um, that's what his friends are saying. And um, a lot of the response has been, why didn't, uh, I said Ping, I'm sorry, that's how it's spelled. It gets crossed in my brain. So Pong is his name. Uh, why Pong um, didn't just come up to to uh, Tony and say, hey man, that was really offensive what you said. It's a teachable moment now and you know everything else. Well, first of all, uh, the power the power structure there is is way off. Um, in that environment, Tony's high status. In that like he runs that show, he books mm-hmm. it, he's he's connected with all of these. He himself is a national comedian, like touring comedian, and he's connected with all these other ones. He's in their groups. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and people, the power- come, people come on Kill Tony to get booked on, the, on that same stage. So yeah, yeah, he is in a power position there yeah and 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 for so while it's not he's not a boss because unless he's booking him uh but he did book him he asked he asked for him he asked that uh, pong would come on the show because he liked his last set and so in that sense he's a he's a boss and to come out for a boss to come at somebody that they hired to, to do that it just seemed it just seemed petty and um just shitty bro like just not <laughs> Yeah, and it's not even about like wokeness or whatever else. Like, so human to human, that's just a shitty thing to do to talk trash in the worst possible terms that you can. Um, to to not get you to laugh either. Like, it's he, Pong wasn't in on the joke. It wasn't, mm-hmm. a, it, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. There's a difference between you knowing me really well and coming at me as playing the dozens or something. And you come at me really hard with something that gets me. And I'm like, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference. Even if you came mm-hmm. at me like, you know, you racist cracker or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever. I mean, uh, there's not an equivalent. I don't think uh, a slang equivalent. I think trash is maybe the closest, but tra- racist. You would have to racist. know. You yeah. would have to tell me. Yeah, because I actually I think, don't know. Though. Yeah, I think racist. If you get called or labeled a racist, that's that's really hard for whites. And then trash, I, I just find personally the most offensive of the pejorative it's good terms. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Um. <laughs> And so, so they kind of trying to explain it like, you know, um, you know, why not go man to man with this dude? And, uh, you know, first of all, that's not Pong's responsibility is not to educate this other dude that was being racist about how, what it is or isn't like to be racist. If he did, it would be a gift to that person. And and Pong doesn't owe him a gift. Like I, when I have stepped out and done something that was like really not offended, but sometimes offended, offended or hurt, or just like pissed off somebody else. And they came back at me with like, Hey, that really, that sucked. Don't, I don't want you to do that ever again. That was a gift that they gave to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They didn't have to do that because I didn't, I, I might've been clueless and, and, and Tony might, might've been clueless. And that oh, to me sure. is, that to me is like a moment of like introspection. So why are all of these people saying, um, this is this thing and, and all the people you surround yourself are with are saying it's not, but all when people, did he get that feedback is a good question. I mean, immediately. So, uh, Pong and other people in the, cr- in the crowd, like 75% of that crowd uh, shut down. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
they shut he down. He even he mentioned it in his set, like, oh, mm-hmm. this side of the room doesn't even know what the hell are. I still see some of y'all liberal, whatever. It's like, bro, like, I mean, it was it, it, while while the person holding the camera, whoever that was, was close to the guys that were laughing. That was that was not the majority of the room from mm-hmm. all the reports in the room. That's true. Um, so, and that's like four or five people that I've heard. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think he immediately got it, and he just doubled down and tried to, you know, well, I don't know how he doubled down on that. I mean, I guess just keep going. I guess. I mean, he successfully down. doubled down. <laughs> Let's yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he did that. If that was what he was working to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will say also Pong is mm-hmm. a very quiet person. And yeah. A lot of comedians are, but he is exceptionally a quiet person. Yeah. 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 But not quiet enough to say, Hey man, great set. When I walk off the stage, you know, like we don't even know each other. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the kind of dude he is, you know? Yeah. And hearing all these reports about him and all these people, their experiences with Pong, it's like, bro, this guy's a treasure. And, uh, why would you do that to somebody that, that like, even if, uh, and he doesn't know Pong, you know, at well, all, like that's they bar- uh, like, they have worked a little bit together, but like they're not friends. Right. Yeah. But um, I guess yeah. The, what's hard is is we're speaking from our perspective, not from Tony's perspective. Like just how we don't have Pong's perspective. We haven't gotten Tony's yet. The best I've heard is that Andrew Schultz said he literally yeah. just got off the phone up with him before he started the podcast. But. Mm-hmm. I would assume that based on Tony booking him multiple times and walking, coming up after him. Now, this is new context. When I first watched it, I didn't know how well they knew each other, if they knew each other at all, if this is the first time they worked together or anything like that. Mm. But and I'm not trying to defend Tony for what he did. I think it was the jokes were horrible. Um, They did not work. They weren't really written. Um, But also, I don't know if Tony's working out material like comedy is such a um, the you don't watch this is the one thing where you can't watch the um cookie get made like it, it you it doesn't work that way everything nowadays is let me show you how i got from a to b comedy jokes they have to be at at um 100 when you give them to someone otherwise they're trash mm. always and so mm. it it's hard for me to assess um tony's intention i can definitely say that uh, the jokes were despicable in many ways. Um, but I wouldn't assume that Tony was trying to punch down at Pong. I wouldn't. That's it. I or when I first watched it, the only thing and this is the only thing Pong said, at least in the article I shared, Pong said he was offended by the C word, not mm-hmm. necessarily the entirety of the set. But after yeah. you have said that, that ha- that does change maybe the trajectory of how you're coming off. And so. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, had that word not been in it and he'd been bashing him like this, bashing Asian culture from a white perspective. One, has that happened to him before with with uh, Tony because they've worked together and maybe Tony is working on his anti-Asian hate jokes, just like Andrew Mm. Schultz works on anti-liberal, anti-woke jokes like that's. That's mm-hmm. a lane, and there are tons of people that subscribe to it. One of our guests, Eris, mm-hmm. loves this type of humor. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. posts about it all the time. And Andrew Schultz is his favorite comedian. And mm-hmm. so um, it's not that there's not a market for it. It's And that's the hard part is there's a market for it. And I don't know yeah. if we're more mad about the fact that there's a market for it or if it's because this was so poorly handled and we haven't heard from Tony yet and Pong's our friend. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't remove the pong being uh, uh like i'm on team pong because i know pong so i, I mm-hmm. but then how is that different from andrew being on team tony because he knows yeah. tony you yeah. know like that's where i'm torn yeah yeah i mean I, you know i regardless of his intent 
what he his actions were 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 clearly uh clearly racist like that to me is just a that to me oh, that's yeah. just that's just what it is like that you could i can say this and i'm going to be fine um is is kind of i think the point at least at least in my thinking um mm. is you know if i came out and said to you like you and, and people have used this a lot in this argument and it'd be interesting for us to talk about it and they in the and one of schultz's producers was like hey man you can't you know if he said the n-word to me like that's not gonna i'm not gonna deal with that i'm not gonna do that you know um so i mean what you know that that means like i don't know that a comedian today could do that and keep keep booking shows and stuff like that yeah so i agree with that yeah i think also yeah i saw someone post how it is a um there's a difference between how you're treated if you're black versus how you're treated if you're asian Mm -hmm. and that's true um that's but i don't know if it's anything more than that and i think tony is getting the like there he's not absolved so he's getting all of the um he's bearing the weight of what he said and so it's it's like are we now just happy that this has happened like now it's like look we've a line has been drawn um the miami the miami heat basketball player said the k word on the live stream mm-hmm. lost everything right mm-hmm. now you have Tony is saying the C word, losing mm-hmm. everything. Are mm-hmm. we now admitting that there are words with letters that start with something that we can't say? It's been the N word for yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Now we're having K word, C word, and we're probably that probably will expand. But that's a good thing, I think. Well, I think I mean I, I so this is where um, this is another complexity. I don't think any word is bad, and that like the sounds of it and everything else. Uh, and I think that there are probably appropriate times for everybody in the world to use every word that's you know around. Uh, and if if not, then we're just into fundamentalism. Like we're just back into fundamentalism. We've gone so left that we're now mm-hmm. we can't. It's it's become it's become what the right thinks you know cursing is. And while um, you know uh, that's a whole other. That's a whole other topic, but I mean, I mm-hmm. I think that you know becomes another form of fundamentalism. What I think we can all agree on, and hopefully all agree on, and be acceptable is you can't come at somebody with those words. You can't like you know what I mean personify like that. This is you. I'm talking to you. Whatever. Dot dot dot. You know. I think that's the line. I think that's like the the thing that most people are like. I don't think most people are af- afraid of words. I think they're you know or not afraid. Maybe that's I don't know. I think they're uh, upset about the what what was i i think i mean i don't i, I don't care for the intent or whatever i look it was an attack on this dude mm. you know what i mean like just coming at him and um and coming at him not only as a white person to an asian but another comedian like i've had that happen where people like and i, I know that like people are like oh it's part of the scene it's part of everything else it sucks yeah. when somebody comes at your set just in general like is it like and especially if you don't know them well like what it like that sucks and why would we even think that was like it does it blows my mind that that's funny and to me that's just bully comedy and it's just not it's just not funny like i don't care about it at all yeah um does that make sense? No, it it does. The the issue, the not issue, issue is not the right word. The struggle I have with it is um, I have 
rarely ever been a bully and i'm think i'm talking from, from being young like i've sure. always been the person mm-hmm. that stands up for people uh unashamed mm-hmm. um and because of my the because of my experiences i also don't mind being bullied because it's mm-hmm. it doesn't it falls off my shoulder so fast um mm-hmm. and i probably dealt with worse but it's like i remember it being in the dallas scene and a comedian who has no clue who I am. He just knew I was new, young. And he bashed me and told me I need to give up and quit. And I'm trash. Mm. And I'll never make it. Mm. And I laughed the whole time because he mm. was clueless. And Right, right. And and so anytime someone comes for me, that's my re- response. And, um, and so I, I say that to say that it's when we think of intent, it's always like because this person was offended, we have to take their perspective. Mm-hmm. But then if that's the logic, then I have to also take the perceived bully's perspective. And I've. I've, I've hung out with a lot of bullies I, that they are broken, you know, like and we've talked about this on mm-hmm. our show is mm-hmm. like people are broken. People have these rough backgrounds. People are trying to make a point that can't be understood. And so for me, it's almost impossible to ignore what I understood from Tony's angle of, yo, that 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 reality of white traders that, that is so real it's such a real thing um now the i so that's why it was for me the c word was the worst part of it mm-hmm. the c word and and the accent was pretty bad it wasn't on point it it was the whole the whole set was bad but it wasn't offensive except for maybe those two points to me and i'm mm-hmm. not pong pong mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly Pong was offended and didn't right. feel comfortable saying anything. Um, but I've been offended by plenty of comedians. And so that's why it is hard because it's part of the culture. And I don't think it's um, I, in the room. There's tension. Mm-hmm. You can break tension a million different ways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes breaking tension, which the goal of comedy isn't um, to be nice. The goal of company, the goal of comedy is for laughter. Laughter is triggered in so many different ways. So like sometimes breaking tension is calling somebody out or something, sure. uh, making fun of somebody. Those those things work. And so it's almost like in comedy, should our barometer be laughter? Should our barometer be people's feelings? Should our barometer because you can punch down skillfully and this one wasn't. I'm not saying this was skillfully, but I don't I do disagree with saying punching down is a hard fast rule. Punching mm-hmm. down is a you better be hella talented to mm-hmm. even try to punch down. And Tony was not skillful at all. I haven't seen his stuff be amazing, but I'm sure he has good content out there somewhere. Um but so I, I'm against a hard fast rule of no one should punch down, no no one should worry about people's fi- like that's that then doesn't feel like comedy to me. And I and maybe that's mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's I would I would say I mean I would say that's what comedy is right this second. And it, to me, it's like what's it, it's kind of what's happening everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So so and this is just my thinking on it because uh, I hear what you're saying. Um, I, I do hear what you're saying, and I think I'm I'm with you to some extent. Where I I think I maybe diverge or whatever else is you've got two guys that start a career and we'll stay stay out of comedy. One guy, Mm -hmm. he, he goes, he steps over every person that, you know, throws every person under the bus, climbs a ladder, gets ahead as a CEO of one company. The other guy, uh, goes to school, studies hard, works hard, um, and, and goes through and gets to the same position on the other side. To me, those lanes of those two things, this guy over here, we just got to ditch it. We got to get rid of him. You don't, you don't promote that guy. You don't mm-hmm. promote the guy that walks up. When you find out that they're walking all over people, you just, you're not, you know, you know, canceling whatever. I don't know what that even means, I guess. Can he come back? Like, Can Tony I come mean, back? 
again, um, I, I think who who has come back? So who has successfully come back? And well, the culture is so new. So I guess Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's come back. Yeah. And uh, and what did Kevin do? He he apologized. Um, and he he did some introspection. He talked to his friends. He got lots of opinions, and he took it seriously. Now people still were pissed off off at him, and I, and I was with him. At, I was with him. I'm like, hey, bro. Like he did everything you asked him to do, and then he's still getting shit on. Like let's let's this this is not like people are not irredeemable, and Tony's not. This is not irredeemable. I don't think. But what what we have not seen is any contrition at all, and like not or yet. any yeah. yeah so far. Um, but wait, let me ask you. Do you feel like silence is a good sign? Like I've gone to his page every day to see if if he said anything, and, and silence right. to me is a sign of like I need to I need to. I I need to figure this out. I think that's important to me. That's a step. Sure. And I think that people, if, if people that knew, know Tony asked, if you asked them if he's being self-reflective right now, they would say no. They would really? say no. Yeah. A lot. I mean, if you listen to the Schultz interview, he talks about, he's like, Tony didn't give a shit. Like he doesn't give a shit. I, you know I, I mean? did like, not hear that. Yeah. Like, I mean, even, um, the skank crew or whatever it's called. Like, I mean, there's just like all these, you know, all these shows and stuff like that. They've been watching and stuff. Um, because I heard and, him say that he he does not use that language, and that's not he feels like he should not have said those things. Yeah, um, maybe I missed that part, so I have to go. I have to go back over it. Um, I, I just didn't. I didn't hear a lot of people saying that he was self reflective, um, and and so uh, I took that to heart. So maybe I'm wrong about that for sure. Uh, don't mind being wrong. Um, yeah, man, I just don't. I don't. If so, if somebody's so Chris, if somebody, I mean, if somebody did that to you on stage, you didn't know that. Say like, say Kevin Hart. I mean, not Kevin Hart. I don't know. Say nah, not uh, like Bill Burr or someone. Bill. Well, not even Bill Burr, because Bill Burr, like, it's almost he's iconic in that sort of space. But that's what I'm saying. Tony is too. That's why it's like, and maybe that's a different perspective. But I I see maybe. Bill Burr as the person that would do that, and I would go, well, yo, you know, yeah, yeah. I would have to talk to. I mean, I I might not. I would not be able to talk to Bill Burr in that moment for sure. Sure, no. Mm-hmm. But if I was mm-hmm. truly offended, mm-hmm. and especially if I had time, hang, I don't even know if I can say this without. I mean, it's, it's, it's complete honesty, and I hate this. It depends mm-hmm. on where I'm at in my career. Yeah. And if I can get some traction on it, I might handle it the same way Pong did because I think it was genius. I think it and was. Then, a, a, go ahead. Well, well, and then and then so say you don't do anything, mm-hmm. and then you you see a show next week and he does it to another dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what are you what are you feeling then? Then I talk to him, the other dude, and we start a Me Too movement because this dude clearly has a problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. To me, it's safety in numbers. I And that was what tore me apart was when I first saw it, I, I thought, yo, this is comedy. This is not you. That, what mm. Pong did, you don't do. And and I agree right. that that's always been the case with um, with uh, what's the dude in Hollywood? Um What's the big guy? Weinstein, Weinstein was the first yeah. one, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but the first person calling it out always is the martyr. And so if that's what Pong is okay with, mm-hmm. that's a very predictable, probable reality. Mm. And I wouldn't do that to my career. Just like I don't go to protest marches anymore because I don't want to get shot, Reggie. And okay. that's just me. Sure. No. And and so I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of 
What about uh, Julia? What if they did that to Julia? It'd be a See, different situation. It'd yeah. be a different situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, like, I, they're, but she would have said something. That's the only problem. Yeah. Oh, would, no, I would have. I would have <laughs> been holding their so, back yeah. and be like, "Baby, that's Bill Burr. Stop, stop." Because <laughs> this happened. We were at a mic yeah. just the other day, and mm. Julia has very prominent eyebrows, and this comedian is like, "Look, eyebrows. Look the other way. Don't give me that energy." Mm. And she wanted to like go up to him afterwards and be like, "You will not disrespect me." I was like, "Baby, this mm. is comedy. Like, it's part of." But mm. but I also believe in well way more now than I used to. But I am so much more on the side of you know, thick skin is the healthiest way. But again, I'm not a I'm not my dad. Mm. I would have been pushing for get the money right. Mm. I'm not I'm not. Hey, but the community is growing. I thought that's who I was. But when I really look at it, I feel like I reach more people doing the go big mode of like mm. my dad has reached tons of people. I feel like he could have reached more people. Um, and so I'm in the Kevin Hart vein of go as big as you can and then reach back down. But that's that's indiv- that's me being empowered by the American dream and the American way and the white magic. And mm-hmm. I, you know, like completely corrupted yeah. by it and aware that that's what it is. Right. Yeah. So it's not yeah. I'm not oblivious. And that's why I don't disagree with you. I just mm. know that the target of the joke was also white magic or, or like in that yeah. way, in, in that fair disgusting that's fair, that's fair. Negative I mean, I, aspect what he was trying you know if, if say the best case scenario he was trying to somehow expose white supremacy in the crowd by calling this guy c word and by using this accent and by talking about how you know chinese people are this and that okay i mean i guess <laughs> it sounds ridiculous when you say it, it like that richie <laughs> You know, what I'm saying that's that's kind of where I'm like, this is where I don't, I, I'm, I just, not, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy yeah. that. Like, what, that's what he was doing. I just don't buy it. I mean, that was, um, that was somebody in power. To me, it looked like somebody in power pissed off that that somebody got laughs more than them. That, that's like, a, yeah, I, I would love to know if. Yeah, I'm very curious. And we may never know because I don't. Who would? Only Tony's friends could tell us that because well, Tony's not going to tell us that. They all said that's not a Tony set though. So like that was what's that's what confuses me is I when I watched the whole thing, I was waiting for him to go into material. Mm-hmm. And he never did. So it Mm-mm. was like, and they said it was a guest spot. So that's a little different. But still, I was I was confused by a comedian working out jokes that aren't even, like there wasn't one that was pre-written. Or even, like none of them felt yeah. put together. So mm-hmm. that that is jarring to me. And he knew Pong was on the show. So it's like, was it Pong was killing? Which, and I don't want to be critical of other comedians' work. Pong has longer sets. That's all newer stuff right mm-hmm. pong is in in the present moment so these aren't pong's best jokes these aren't mm-hmm. jokes that pong have been working on for a long time mm-hmm. these can be considered pandering i wouldn't consider them pandering because they're personal to pong so that's totally different right but um yeah. but i couldn't were the applause breaks because it was so real and in the moment of like this is what the world is experiencing and these are funny bits about that mm-hmm. or was it him killing because he has better material you know so mm-hmm. that that's why it's weird that i i it's hard for me to imagine that tony was super offended by him crushing that's what i first thought but once i've seen the whole thing it's like oh pong you got better stuff than that I'm, interesting okay um, but those are all new so then how much of this is tony literally trying to work out the angle of 
just bashing white people for switching sides that because that's such a real thing that's the only reason why i lean on so much is because nothing else to me makes sense it it none of it else makes sense to me other than i'm going to go completely opposite of what y'all just experienced Mm. i'm going to take that liberal shit and flip it on his head as hardcore as i can because then we have a clear contrast which is also comedy is having the contrast back to back that Mm -hmm. And that's what Ari said in his post. He was talking about how much it is a, a it is a I mean in the books it says it's in comedy books and comedy bibles. Go with the contrast, the compare and contrast. You just got this. I'm gonna give you the worst of the worst, complete opposite. I wouldn't do that. That's not my lane. But unfortunately, mm. it actually is Tony's lane. He just did it poorly. Just did it really bad, and it was recorded, which is also a no-no in comedy and shared. And so it's like I'm with Pong, but I'm also out in this weird outer space of like mm. comedy rules I, and and so mm-hmm. i hear when you're saying this is comedy now but we're heading this way and so it's like i will be fine in that future because this isn't this isn't my lane i, I won't yeah. die on the sword with tony right but in present day i think it is important to have the perspective of present comedy even if it is bad and this is me and my wife got in this argument this morning of Dang, I'm 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 gonna sound like the the bigot because I'm talking about present moment and we're po- talking about being progressive, which is the future. So I understand it. Um, we were talking about um, what's his name, James Franco, because mm-hmm. James Franco is in the news for his misogyny. I think is the best way to say it. His inappropriate comments, um, which are being linked to um, sexual harassment, which is linked to sexual assault, which is like Weinstein and people using power. Sure. And um, because of James Franco's brand of immaturity, I mean, like, I think that's his brand. I don't Mm -hmm. know if people would disagree with me or not, but to me, that's clearly his brand. So him making jokes about, like, sex and bodies and women seems like James Franco to me. It seems like that's what his career is. And so when he's being mixed into the maybe Me Too movement or the the new progressive move, that to me says we've gone from persecuting and taking down people like Bill Cosby, Jeffrey Epstein, Mm -hmm. and um, Weinstein. And Mm -hmm. we've moved all the way to, hey, we got to make sure we also tear down the inappropriate um, childlike douchebags like James Mm -hmm. Franco, which to me, there needs to be a clear distinction. And so when a news article says his inappropriate comments, that to me is a red flag of, okay, inappropriate comments and sexual harassment, I don't think are the same. That's Mm. inappropriate means in a certain setting, it's appropriate. And in this setting, it was inappropriate. And so, but sexual harassment, where's it? Where's an appropriate spot for that? Uh, Rape, assault, where's there's no appropriate spot. So it's like, I'm, I'm noticing how broad, and this goes to our episode with, um, Gerald, if the pendulum keeps growing, if, if it keeps swinging, we keep growing who is getting sucked into this thing and we're not aware of the present reality, then I see some danger in it. Now, Tony, he's getting the axe. He's experiencing it, lost his manager, lost, mm-hmm. I think he lost his girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's getting jacked up right now and he deserves it. And he's going to have to come back from that. Um, but, but I just don't want people to ignore the reality of our current climate, not the not just focused on the progressive future climate because there's we're 
people are learning. We're going to have a bunch of people messing up and, and we're learning where the line is. And he's an example. Tony is an example of where the line is. James Franco is an example of where the line is going to be for others as well. Like you can't make hmm. goofy, stupid comments about women's bodies, even though we also have a movement where women are more open about their bodies. So it's 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 not clear cut and it's just so hard to hmm. be on the side of pointing. It's hard for me to be on the side of pointing fingers when I understand the present moment. That's the best way for me to say it. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm in, and I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't want to be pointing fingers. Um, honestly, because that's where, that's where the other is. That's where the witch is. The witch is at the end of a, is, is at the end of a pointed finger, right? It doesn't matter. It could, you can other anybody. What I, uh, you know, for people to be upset about, well, okay, is it is it is it like pornography? So pornography has appropriate places, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. Well, let's not say. Well, it's not in a Target. <laughs> oh my god! So if you if you filmed some pornography and you brought it out in Target, that'd be an inappropriate place. But there's nothing wrong with pornography. Correct. I mean, you know, in consensual legal. Yeah, consensual legal. Yes. Por- yeah, right. Um, let's say that. Uh, is this is? Are you saying that this is kind of the same thing? Is that it is appropriate in this setting? It is not appropriate in this other setting so i'm trying to understand yes and i would say i i believe that at most the level of inappropriateness was because not all of the people were participating parties had he had this been tony's um like his show and everyone in there is his audience sadly that becomes the appropriate like that's the space in america now i'm not saying like other countries you can't say anything but in america that's the space like there are clan rallies in this country i don't go in there and be like yo this ain't <laughs> like unfortunately that's the appropriate space for that ridiculous mess in our country it's legal now they're making hate crimes more illegal which is amazing and if that's what we're doing that's what i mean like if we're saying this is now illegal activity good we're we're progressing towards that but it hasn't always been that way and so in this present moment it's it could have been appropriate. It wasn't in this setting because it wasn't his audience. That's see, how I for me. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and and for me, there's just not an appropriate place for it. Ever. That's it. I mean, yeah, ever. No, I mean, like that kind of that kind of uh, vicious. To me, to me, it looked. I mean, I've, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I felt it. Yeah. I'm, and so it's like, it, you know, if I'm feeling one one tiny microscopic version of that, and uh, you know. I don't know, man. I just, you know, it's like, and and to kind of continue with the analogy, you know, pornography is shot in private most of the time, Uh, you know, uh, again, legal, consensual, private. And Mm -hmm. that was not, um, you know, Tony said that that kind of insult comic that, you know, there's a, that's not a private moment. That's a public moment. And Mm -hmm. so it, you know, um, even, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see... I see why he's pissed because he got to me. It feels this is what it feels like, and I could be wrong, but it feels like he's pissed that he got caught doing the same shit he's been doing for 15 years and has has never really suffered the consequences for. Have you seen Kill Tony? I mean, it's it's pretty despicable. Mm-hmm. Like people love it, I guess, but like the way that he goes after people and the, that crew goes after people, it's just there's no to me there's just no room for it in my life. But they and, consent to going there though. That's fair. The people, the people on the show, at least on Kill that's Tony, fair. not on this other one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. That's that's fair. They do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, I don't, I don't, I just, there's just no room for that at all in my brain life. Like, I just, so there's no value. There's no value in it to me. They're not, they're not opening up the eyes of people. I mean, I think, I think 
Scholes is a really good example because it, he is an example of someone I respect in what he's trying to do. And, um, you know, a failure of that looks like what Tony did. Like Tony failed at trying to do that, but um, there's a whole that empowers, that emboldens a whole bunch of people to keep doing Tony Hinchcliffe open mic crap like that. They're like, oh, it's acceptable here. Cool. So I'm going to say it. I don't have any connection to it whatsoever. Like, you know, hearing, hearing like, you know, one of our friends has opened up a new mic in Austin. And one of the first things is, is like the first dude was saying the N word. The other two other guys were just like coming on the stage talking about, you know, mentally challenged folks and all that stuff, all this, you know, uh, homosexual folks, gay folks, like, and it was just using a whole bunch of slurs that people know are slurs. Like, you know, that that's, this is what this is, this saying these things in this way hurts people mm-hmm. and you don't give a fuck. Like you just don't care. Like I, and, and they'll say, I don't care what you think. And that kind of callousness, there's nothing funny about it. And it's nothing like, it's just nothing. I think that, that, that does anybody any good. I think it's old white supremacist bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I mean, I think it's just like, it is, it is a, uh, a growth of individualism. It's a, it's a canker of individualism. Yeah. It's, I don't, I'm going to do whatever I want to do and I don't care what y'all think. And cause I'm awesome or whatever. Cause I know the truth or cause whatever, cause you need it. That's another one. Cause you need this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's you individualism know. for sure. <laughs> And then, and then there's a difference and you can see a difference between Burr, Carlin, even going back to Hicks. Like I think Hicks probably stepped over the line several times, but at the same time, like there was an impassioned place. There was a place of like, I'm not going to go after somebody who's having a hard time. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to go after the powerful. I'm going to go after those that are causing the issues. So if you wanted to go after white supremacy, why not go after the leadership in the American government? Why not go after a police? Why not go after, if you really wanted to stick it to white people, uh, how about we attack the systems that they benefit from? Yeah. That's I, what I'm... And, and I, you're 100% correct, and I agree with you. The issue for me is this wasn't a completed set. This, like, you don't get to Schultz. You don't get to Carlin. You don't get to any of those levels without pushing and finding the boundary. And if this was a special... It's, then yeah, this is this is demonstrate like take it down. This dude should never work again. Mm-hmm. But he was in a space where he's working out material, and unfortunately, our business you can't you don't know how it's going to come off until you did it. And so what I don't know and what Bro, I love come on to find you out, don't I I can't buy don't? that though, man. I can't what? buy that. No, oh my I can't God. I can't buy me saying the n word that it's going to come. I'm going to say it, and then it'll be like. I'll have this positive outcome. What are you trying to say? Like what? what I, it depends. The positive outcome depends on what you're trying to say. But it it do, you don't say it until you've said it. So it's like I I and this is what I've experienced many times. I might say something up front, and I've lost the the audience the whole rest of the time because mm-hmm. what I said was inappropriate for their ears or whatever the situation was. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get to say what I wanted to say. So next time I have to reconfigure the joke to figure out the best way to say what I want to say. And so we don't know if Tony has said this thing before or if this was day one. If this was day one i feel for this dude because it's impossible to get to the joke you just said he needs to take down white supremacy how can he do it if this is the first time he's ever said it and he's and it's he's canceled Mm, yeah i mean i I mean i'm not saying he is trying to take down. i don't i don't think he is i think he's just being a smarmy asshole like that's i think his intentions were like i'm i'm funnier than everybody and i'm funnier than the audience and i don't care and look at me how cool i am i'm that's Dude, I mean that 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 attitude, uh, you know, I grew out of in sixth grade. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I, and I, think, I mean, I don't know, man. I just don't. I we're just gonna disagree. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. yeah. I, I guess I'm talking about more of like so empathy, right? Like mm-hmm. there are people that are more empathetic than others. Right, right. What happens to those that aren't that empathetic, right? Like the the now and again, I'm not saying that Tony's set needs to be repeated and and pushed out, but the idea of comedians um, who don't who say, hey, I I don't care how you feel. They they might be a hundred percent sincere with you, and they don't have as much empathy as you mm-hmm. do. So sure. so they're not saying it to be maliciously saying it, and they, some of them are. But they could also be con- completely upfront and real with you that I don't feel what you feel, mm. Julia. It's very interesting because being we're talking about Asians in this situation, a lot of Chinese immigrants or first, second, third generation mm-hmm. do not care about feelings mm-hmm. at all. And I thought you were going to say black people. <laughs> could, I'm sorry, man. I thought that's what you think you were going for that joke. Seeing that, that, I might cut that because that's a bad joke. No, that's so actually hilarious. It, yeah. it would have been a turn for me yeah. at least. But yeah, but yeah. But no, it's it's not on their radar because culturally it's not. It's just right, a different right, right. thing. And so yeah. you have a lot of times where people of that variety will step on other people's emotions and feelings. And Julia has to deal with that a lot. But the only mm. reason why Julia has um, the precedent to push empathy is because Mm -hmm. the company she works for has that as a clear objective and this Mm -hmm. is why i go back to the appropriateness in apple oh you don't have a chance to say i don't care about your feelings like that is Mm -hmm. inappropriate in this space right and and so it's for me it is about where you are who you are and comedy comedy is so broad it is for there is pockets of every little bit and mm-hmm. and i can see that open micer who is saying the n-word being brash trying to be edgy mm-hmm. that that guy finds the line i say guy because most of the time it's a guy could be a yeah. girl but <laughs> th- that person will find the line or they will never work a day in their life right. and get paid and i think right. tony is a part of that group who, and i and, and if this was joke if this was the second time he's saying it i'd be 100 percent all the way in and maybe mm-hmm. the difference is you actually believe this is his normal like he's this bad every time and yeah. i can't believe that because then why would pong work with him multiple times like that to me pong is saying this was new this was different uh, Andrew Schultz is saying this is different. A lot mm-hmm. of people are saying, yo, this is, I've never ran into this before with him. And so mm-hmm. I'm taking that part and going, that's part of comedy. You win, you lose. It's a, it's a scary game. And if you're pushing for the end, pushing for the edge, you'll find it sometimes and you'll cross it. And I think that's mm-hmm. what this was. That's, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not fighting for Tony. I'm fighting for the art of comedy and, sure. and the process of it. Because if you're not in it, it's really hard to even comprehend it at times. Cause it no, is, I get, I mean, yeah. Right. I get that. Yeah, I get that. And, and and I guess my point is, why does it have to be that way? Yeah, I think like and, and that's why. Yeah, I there's no that. reason. There's just no reason for it. Like, it's not it doesn't make you a better comedian to be mean um, at all. I mean, even the guys that push the envelope, Chris Rock, Bill Burr, um, you know, those people, um, it's for whatever reason, it's different. And now they might, you know, Bill Burr might have said the N word a thousand times before he finally is like, I can't say it. And he said it in clubs all over the country and people know, I don't know, you know, like, but it's just, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like you, it's like a space where there's a, there's a freedom and you can't, 
you, you can't be, I'm, I can't be racist up here. There's no way for me to be racist or bigoted or misogynist. There's no way for me to be sexist or homophobic. There's no way. There's just no way. Cause I'm just doing jokes. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, y'all don't like that. Cool. And to me, that just doesn't fly because, because it is a social, it, you're in the society that you're in, you're in the groups that you're in. And you know, um, it, it just doesn't, it, to me, that doesn't, that doesn't apply. So it doesn't apply for, I, I think that, I think that there are still human decency that needs to be observed. And I think I agree with you for your style, style of comedy. But I've, mm-hmm. I see people say offenses. The, and the hardest thing about being a black comedian is I think we all start, all black comedians, not all, but I started out this way. And I, I'm seeing it now repeatedly is black comedians often start out towing the line between disrespecting black people and making black people the butt of the joke. Mm -hmm. And then they artfully figure out how to pull away from that. Mm -hmm. And so I see racism most from black people on uh, in Mm -hmm. comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I watched the documentary called Dark Humor. And it it was a play on words because it's about being black uh, Mm -hmm. and a comedian. Um, And it it was the first time I watched enough black people back to back to back talk about the art and the growth and what it's like. And I started to feel a little bit of that Stacey moment of like, it is our job to um, it is our job to be ambassadors it is our job Mm. to handle comedy around black people a certain way Mm -hmm. that is a growth place that isn't day one there's no because i was doing it even on that episode with with stacy i was like "Mm, i crack jokes about black people all the time i have moved so far from those jokes because i've seen younger comedians do it and Mm. i instantly go First off, this is easy. What you just did, mm-hmm. I wrote seven like seven years mm-hmm. ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and secondly, you're not saying anything that is from your perspective. Like it's it's right. so weak, it's so pointless. Mm-hmm. But that guy has to figure it out. They that I I can't feel like, and I feel I feel offended. I a hundred percent feel offended. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate listening. Uh, and and what's worse is I don't want to be the black guy that's like now. Um, uh, um, in Django, um, Samuel Jackson's character, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy because I don't like I don't like hearing your black jokes, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't like hearing them. I mm-hmm. don't like it. It does offend me. It is beneath me. But this is his progress. This is his growth, and he will get there. I mean, he either mm-hmm. never work or he'll get there. And mm-hmm. um, and I know I just know comedy corrects. It, it is a social thing. It, and Tony's getting the correction, hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. And well, I think I think, I think Pong, Pong is too. There's some correction for Pong too. I mean, there's a there's something happening with him as well. There's consequences at least, maybe not correction, but consequences. Maybe correction. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it's gonna yeah. how it's gonna pan out. Guidance or you know, like yeah, it, Some, I yeah. There's something happening with him too, because it because you know yeah. you know all these people are saying, well, I'm never gonna book him or whatever else, like or or, or he's doing like that's the other piece is that people are now going after Pong, mm-hmm. you know, saying to chasing clout and all this stuff and and for those of y'all that are not in comedy chasing cloud is like or you know it's it's going out it's 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 using a, a an issue like this to gain followers essentially to mm-hmm. kind of piggyback off the success of other comics um but i just don't i know i know that uh, i just I, I don't buy that that's the uh that's the reason that was done i think i think it was oh, no. i think Pong's really clear really clear like Hey man, this really sucked to hear, and I talked about it with friends, and we molded over, and 
you know, got some other counsel, and I think I think people need to see this and make up their minds. And but is it? And that's what well, what I'm saying. Yeah, what I'm saying, Chris, is like they don't. You know, with especially with those with those jokes you were talking about that you were offended by, they don't have to start there. They don't have to be there. And if that's off the table, they won't. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like that's where kind but of my head is. How can you at. take it? Yeah, but how can you take freedom of speech off the table? It's not necessary. I mean, you can't yell fire in a theater. You know what I mean? Like there, there's just some things that you can't do. And within freedom of speech, there's things that you just can't do. But it's so small, and it needs to stay yeah. small. Otherwise, absolutely. We're I, uh, I, I agree. I agree. I agree for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't want the, I don't want the government, uh, you know, saying what can and can't be said in a comedy club. I want people to say what can and can't be said in the comedy club. I don't want there to be yes. government restrictions or laws or anything. I mean, that you know that. I don't want hate speech stuff to extend because I think that's that's it's just not I think it is a free speech area uh, and and in free speech areas like the street, <laughs> you know, if you start yelling in a police station outside a police station, all pigs are all cops are pigs. There will be consequences. Mm-hmm. At least something will happen. And I think this is the same thing like this. This cat didn't. This will be fine. There won't be any problems with me with me saying this because whatever reason and and came out and did some really offensive to me offensive awful things like a, a, inhumane like that this is the kind of stuff that like to me dehumanizes mm. when somebody goes after someone else like that or me like that that dehumanizes me mm. that makes me that makes me something other than human or other than um you know a partner species partner right like yeah, uh, yeah. you know that it takes away that kinship that yeah, kin relationship and and like because because he because pong wasn't the he was no longer another comic that i respect and admire and one of my show he was that he was the joke and then not only him but then his culture was the joke or his you know or perceived mm-hmm. version of his culture was the joke and to me that's just there's just no room for that there's just it there's so much to do in comedy there's just not any room for it if that makes sense like there's yeah. there like you sure challenge norms please challenge status quo you and i are doing it in the show right like this is part of it i mean that's mm-hmm. I, and i agree with i agree with a lot of that what you said about what's important like people need to work out stuff people need to have a place where they can uh get a response or non-response from the audience to learn what's going on with their set and the words and the things that they're using or the subject matter or whatever else um and i don't think there's any talk i don't think there's any word or topic that's off the table to me this is a different issue to me this is one human going after another mm. and, it's a, and it, it just, felt personal it felt very personal and i don't give a gotcha. fuck about what you have to say i don't care gotcha. i don't care yeah and so um i don't i don't know people know tony and think he's a great guy cool that's great i'm sure whatever um y'all have had a good relationship that's that's fantastic um i just man i it's i'm not i don't want to other him i don't want to say that he can't you know that he, this he, he can't re- recover from this and even and even pong, i'll take pong's a cue from pong pong doesn't want him canceled he just wants him to learn from it and change what he's doing mm-hmm. and i think he can uh, it's just a matter of if he will or not and if he wants to and if it's important if it's important to hear oh hey you just you just dehumanized me you know, you, you, uh, you objectified me. Um, and, um, or I, or, or the, the lesson is I objectified someone else. Uh, they were the butt of a joke and, and it's just, and, and that it does work with some audiences, but to me, it's just, it's just, it's fast food. It's poor form. It's, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not, everyone no, agrees that this yeah. is poor form and sure. everyone agrees. That well, I mean, even trash. that style of comedy, like, I think there's even uh, a style all, of comedy that like, yeah, like, it's just, what are we doing? Like if it's a pushing against the edges, 100% behind you. Like I want to push against the edge, edges for sure, because I, I I like to get people 
to think about things they wouldn't normally think about. Like that's important to me and, 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 and pushing against status quo is important to me. Um, absolutely it is. I'm not going to, Hey, you stupid bitch in the front row. Look at your dumb fucking shirt. Like that's, that's rampant. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, there's just no plate. Like, what are we, what are you, what are we doing that that lady is uh, dressed up weird that you don't like it? You know, like it, it is so outside of my understanding that maybe that is, you know, it's on me that I, I don't understand. And so I think so I, you, yeah, okay. I would say, I just, I would say, I agree with you in the majority of what you're talking about, you know, all those points. I think that there are just some things that we've got to stop some behavior we got to stop. One thing you said that I didn't have the perspective of is you felt it was personal. Mm-hmm. And I, that to me is mind blowingly different from what I was experiencing. So, and, and so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying this to say like, because I think what we do on the shows, we do realize where the miscommunication is. Right. Oh, sure. Like, like we, that I pride all the time. I, <laughs> yeah. Like we're really good at that. And so I a hundred percent want to point out that when I saw it, I did not feel it like it was a thing between Pong and Tony. Mm-hmm. And so that personal aspect was missing. Now, what's really personal is I felt like I needed to support Pong because he's yeah. personally someone I know. And yeah. I felt like Tony is being supported by people who personally know him. Yeah. And so when we are talking about the personal relationships, it it's very clear that I think one group sees this as a personal thing between Tony and Pong that some of us are oblivious to. And I it sounds stupid, but until you said it, mm-hmm. I was oblivious to that aspect. Mm-hmm. And 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 it was hard for me to empathize completely because I didn't see the personal piece of it. I I hear it now and it's very clear that you said it that way. But mm-hmm. me naturally, I you had to explain it that way for me to mm-hmm take it as much into consideration as mm. you're taking it into consideration. Gotcha, gotcha, right? gotcha. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, from that place, that, I mean, that's, di- like, I, I get why you were saying, but what about if it was Julia? And it, even when you were doing that, I still wasn't able to understand it the same because when it happens to Julia, I don't see it as personal. <laughs> like, it, like mm. even in the, the situation, in the scenario I said, where someone yeah. was calling her out, it's like, right, hey, right. this is comedy. It's not about you. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, that's how it works in my brain. And mm-hmm. so I can imagine all these people saying, but this is comedy. It's not about the people involved. It's about the bigger societal things. And mm. you're also saying you don't think that this should be a part of comedy. And that is a that is a place where we can disagree because sure, sure. that's, yeah, that's just a, an opinion, right? We both have mm-hmm. different opinions on it. Yeah, but, no problem. But the the art the part where I think it gets so hard to talk about is because that personal piece is missing in my mm. argument because I don't mm. I didn't see it I didn't mm. wasn't on my mind and mm. I and so I just wanted to point it out because that's that that uncomfortably changes how I want to talk about this like mm. it's I don't even want to be talking about it anymore if that's <laughs> <laughs> if that's okay. what you're talking about <laughs> like because yeah. that's yeah. not what I'm talking about and right. and so then right. it's like the and I the think human people I think people in. are. Yeah, I think people are, are kind of where I'm at. And I feel yeah. like, I mean, because I've heard a lot of, I've read and heard a lot of sentiment. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of where, and I think, I think you're right. Like maybe, maybe they're, uh, maybe the folks who are trying to explain it or whatever are not, are not in that space. Um, you know, of, and I think they have rejected that too, by and large, that it's not, they're like, it's not personal. So that's mm, it. I get what you're End saying. of conversation. Yeah. And again, it's the same sort of cycle of, I don't care what you say. 
or what you think like um and it's i mean it could it could not be and i and i would and i'm very excited i hope i hope hung makes the show because i'm very excited to talk to him about oh i hope so um (laughs) yeah just kind of what he was thinking because because i think i think pong is in the same place that you are you and i are in like like it's a free speech area you have to be able to you have to be able to be crappy before you're good you know you you, and and you're going to fail and you're going to make a fool of yourself and nobody wants to see that (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't think he's a fan of cancel culture because he specifically said like, I do not want this to, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think he's, he's a, well, he's a comedian and I, so am I. So it's like, I'm with, I'm with y'all when, when y'all talk about those things. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think also too, like, I'm glad that you heard that, um, that personal piece of it. I mean, um, I know you said you didn't want to talk about it, but I'm curious what the, <laughs> well, I, I'm curious I know what that, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what that brought up for you, like what that. How, well, what that it hit. started to hurt, mm. I guess, and mm. I no one wants to be there. So, like, yeah. for me to extend myself there also is uncomfortable. Mm. So, I I might be saying it's not personal to avoid that, like because now that I'm there, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. So it's like mm-hmm. it's it's difficult because like you, I I know you suggested that a lot of these people who are they're done with the personal part they're like no it's not personal Mm -hmm. they could be saying that because they don't want it to be personal and it it, it's a real thing that it also is not personal so so it's it's the same kind of thing that we talk Mm -hmm. about of Mm -hmm. the the dichotomy and and the hardest part about what we've learned on the show, at least in other episodes, is you actually have to be above it. You can't be in one or the other to to appropriately see all the avenues. And and again, it's that whole mentality of you can't see what you're in until you're out of it. And luckily, we we practice this on the show. So I'm I like I only heard the personal piece because I've we've, we've trained ourselves to be listening to each other and we mm. trust each other. And mm. this is probably the most deba- combative episode we've ever had, right? Oh sure, yeah, and I'm loving it. So. <laughs> It's, and I feel like we're in a really good place. So, you know what I mean? Like I, I do anyway. I mean, you feel you check in. I mean, you feeling okay? Feeling good? Yeah, I, I okay. am. And I, I, okay. I think it's a testament to all the episodes and all the empathy and trust we put into it prior to this, right? Mm-hmm. You don't just mm-hmm. get here. But mm-hmm. how many people are having this conversation from two polar opposite positions that also have this amount of trust and will listen to each other the whole way through mm-hmm. and not pull out? Because mm-hmm. again, you just said, I know you said you don't want to talk about it, but we're going to keep going. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like at yeah. that point, I could have easily completely pulled out and said, Jack, sure. I don't want to have this conversation. One, because I didn't lose, but my position had to flip because you brought up something that I wasn't considering and mm. don't want to consider even. Like mm. it's viscerally I don't want to consider. And mm. so um, it's, yeah, it's harder to talk about. I can't, if I, if I sit in this space that you're potentially in, uh fuck <laughs> like yeah so, yeah that's what i'm saying that's where i'm at <laughs> that, that was the perfect like, example of how my head has been like for the last three days like, oh, oh god fuck. and 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 i've i've trained myself and this is another thing to speak to those who don't go personal part of it is training yourself to not go there so you can be more white magic oriented hmm. so you can go to higher heights because yeah. so much of yourself will be exhausted and pulled down with mm-hmm. this personal experience and and yeah. especially being a black man in 2020 2021 i'm i've i have been so good at turning my white magic on when i need it Mm. and so you know turning it off like i've said before i know how to turn it off in some lanes but i didn't even realize i was turning it off in this way with pong and saying Mm. no it's not personal like uh, damn i guess it is personal and if it is personal 
for Pong, I need him to say that because I don't want mm. to say that for him. That's not I've gotcha. seen allyship do that, and I don't want to sure. do that. And, and that may be. I mean, I'll be. I mean, and just to you know, Mia culpa. I, I may be doing that. It may be my outrage and not mm-hmm. Pong's. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I think that there is. Um, I think it's a perfect opportunity to talk about. Like you know, you you said that the folks that were talking, they're kind of defending Tony. Were like they don't want to hear that it's personal. They don't. They reject that completely. But if you do accept that in any way, it's really hard to talk about. And I think the opposite of that is, uh, uh, you know, for folks that are really outraged. Uh, to accept that there needs to be places that are free speech places where it's going to be offensive. You know what I mean? It's not personal. It's not personal. Yeah. It's not personal. Like that, that, that we, you know, I I need to understand that, that uh, I think. And, and so that it also, it flips it a little bit and it makes it more complex and (laughs) more nuanced. There's just no, there's no black or white to this. It's like all these pieces are together. And, and to say that it's not personal to me rejects the relationship that we're all in, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and, and to say that, um, there's no place for it to be impersonal uh, rejects just the culture. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Of what it is, of, of, yeah. of the of the thing it is, uh, or the current current culture of comedy right now. So I don't know, man. Um, I think we I think we both need to take a little bit from each other. Uh, not just you and me, but like you know. And I think I think that's why I respect Scholl so much. Is I feel like he does a lot of times. Like he'll he will pull in parts that you know. Um, that we both, you know, whatever side of an issue, whatever side of an issue, he, uh, he really is a good job of pulling either, either commonalities or things that one is not seeing the other one is that they, you know, just kind of calling those things out. He's calling those things out. He's better at it than most for sure. And he also is really good at releasing things that aren't his set. Mm -hmm. Like, except for the special that he released, Mm -hmm. you have to go see him. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a clip of his from a different angle. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, that's where I could be upset as Tony. I'm not mm-hmm. upset as Tony for not taking ownership for what he said. Mm-hmm. But Dave Chappelle takes up your 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 phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Hart takes up your phones. Mm-hmm. The culture of our industry takes up phones. And so that's the only um, what is it leg that I think Tony has to stand on at all. Mm-hmm. That's it because mm-hmm. of what comedy the appropriateness of it is. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I also struggle comparing people to the best. <laughs> sure. Just, oh, for sure. And, and 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 to be and and to be honest, like you know, you're being very honest. I appreciate it. being honest with you. The pop, the, the thought that popped in my mind is, well, if Chappelle said exactly what Tony said, I don't know that I would be so ready to be where I am at right now, mm, mm. because I hold. I hold Dave mm. in such high regard because he's been a, he's not only been a, like a com- comedic hero, but he's been like um, an educator to me. Um, he's been a, a, a positive influence. You know what I mean? Like he's really yeah. affected my life in a, in a lot of positive ways. And I know he's hurt a lot of people. You exactly. know what I mean? So it's, so it's, it's it, again, complex. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this, this is a damn good show. It, like yeah. our show is amazing, and if yeah, you're a listener real. who's rocked with this and you kept up with it, like, yeah. like, because <laughs> how many people yeah. would be like, nope, I, that man said this, I'm out. Like, yeah, you, like, yeah, ugh. yeah. You gotta stick with it. You gotta stick with it. Yeah, man. That's good. I, I love that you brought Dave in, into it because when you talked about who has done it, he was one that I didn't want to even put him in the book of being canceled. Because mm-hmm. not talking about the going to Africa stuff, but talking about saying some offensive shit. Yeah, for <laughs> you sure. You know what I mean? But he yeah. has. He's hurt yeah. people. Yeah, he has <sighs> hurt people. Yeah. And and he's acknowledged. See, the thing is, is that he's acknowledged it. Skillfully. <laughs> 
absolutely skillfully and I think continues to and and he's one that you can tell does introspection that is a huge Mm -hmm. part of why I love him so much is because he's an example for me to go if I screwed up what what's my I mean I I didn't screw up that's my first reaction I didn't do nothing wrong okay natural natural, sure and then the next time you see me I might have screwed up Mm-hmm. And then the next time you see me, I screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then and then starting all over. You know. So it's just like this, which and I think I trust him, and you know, I trust his co- communicability, yeah. things like that. Um, yeah. He's shown that we can trust him. And yeah. um, shout out to Tony if you ever hear this, bro. You got to set the game up, bro. You got to listen to Chappelle and, and learn, <laughs> brother, because you struggling. And Kill Tony has put on so many people. It's like it's a negative space that has given people positive options. Like, and so I don't want to ignore the um, the ecosystem or the, the uh, what is it called, where like someone builds a company and that company might do bad shit, but it's popped off other people like it's yeah. helped um sure there's been some positive outcomes to kill tony uh people yeah. have been booked where they have not been booked before uh tony himself has booked people that that may not have gotten those opportunities that were coming off of open mic careers yeah uh for sure and it's and and again Chappelle dresses this with the cosby issue you know um and he he, he addresses it offensively and masterfully <laughs> so i mean and that's the thing is like he but he is not calling he is not calling anybody anything like you know what i'm saying like he's not i don't if you're trans you're 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 probably struggling a little more that's that's probably fair yeah trans and gay he's he's had a he's had a harder harder line with and it's yeah. probably been personal for those individuals that's fair, that's fair. right See? Whereas yeah so I it's hard it. that's what i'm saying yeah. like we've now flipped <laughs> You know what Look, I'm saying? Rich, because you, it you're is missing the personal piece. Yeah. <laughs> because that's where we're, I mean, and I think that's that may be indicative of this conversation nationally. Like, like this is this is what it takes is to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, our my hope for Tony and Pong. Well, I don't. I have a ton of hope for Tony right now. I don't have a. <laughs> it's kind of where I'm at. But I, I yeah. do hope. But I think ultimately, I do hope that they can both learn the lessons of whatever this is is teaching. And the outcome will be positive, you know, um, if, you know, I don't want, I don't want bad things to happen to Tony. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's, uh, um, you know, scar and he's to wear a scarlet letter or be, you know, wear this label of racist for the rest of his life. I think that he did something racist needs to own up to it and then, and then learn and move on, you know, and, and Pong probably stepped over a comedic line needs to say, probably needs to say, Hey, I I posted somebody else's jokes and that was mm. that was wrong and and change that and move amazing. on. At the same time, what the spirit of what Pong's doing is is speaking truth to power, and mm-hmm. I think that needs to continue because you know you talk to ladies in the community, right? They know about Tony, and that's the thing is like there's not this is not an insul- isolated incident. This is a pattern, mm-hmm. and if you look up his old stuff, like even in the roast and stuff, like you can just start seeing. I mean, it's, it's just there. It's very blatant because it's it's encouraged by the rest of the people around him, yeah. and, and in, by him, it's work for me. So why why would I stop doing this? This is what comedy is, right? You know, and and you know you know I mean Patrice, Ralphie May, like there's a long list of like folks that have done this and done it relatively I, I think well and um you know if i speak against patrice i mean i'm that's like that's a comedy you know but tony uh, is not at their level <laughs> like it's not even oh close. not at even close not even close not even close it's like the, it's again it, it felt so much like an open mic set yeah um that i was like what 
you know, on top of all, this is the dude, and I, and I, um, so if he was nobody, would it be way easier to, like, like, and I was thinking about this earlier, too, when we brought up, like, the idea of Pong clout chasing, and I Mm -hmm. don't, that was not his intent, that's not Pong's intent, so I'm not trying to say that, Mm -mm. but what I am saying is the nature of Tony's, like, he has built himself a a platform, and he has Mm -hmm. befriended himself with powerful comedic people in the industry, so because of that placement, could it be the combination of a pong knew that he didn't feel comfortable bringing this up to him because of the power play that was at, mm-hmm. at stake also pong knew that this is a prominent enough person that this means something that this person did it right mm-hmm. versus a open micer is pong posting that it does no. he even care right nope. and mm-hmm. so it is this combination and that's why you know people will rush to clout chasing because clout mm-hmm. does have a piece of it and i mm-hmm. think we i think that's just the reality of it and this is the same thing with the people who end up victim blaming as um yeah dave Chappelle will put it yeah. it's yo you're only saying this because that person's a millionaire or because they've reached this level of success and mm-hmm. it's like well i'm saying it because it's wrong and the message will be spread because of this person's po- position and so right. it's like both of those things are true as we talk about on the show <laughs> both of those things are true and i think pong has to then like you said reflect and go i did break a comedy rule mm-hmm. and i did know that this person would amplify the message that i wanted to make mm-hmm. those are true things mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i was trying to change the culture and maybe not everyone agrees with that right. and i can respect that stance versus right now to me it's a little more opaque and i think pong is kind of being gaslit not to like everyone is in the mood in the mood everyone is part of his movement but like you said earlier you could be um you could be exaggerating your own attaching your own frustrations into yep, it sure. and then lifting pong to a place where he's saying things that i don't know if he 100 percent agrees with because mm-hmm. what i felt as i've seen pong do more interviews mm-hmm. his message has gotten more un- uh, offended mm-hmm. and that because okay. the one i posted the the one mm-hmm. i shared it was very clear cut. Pong doesn't want to get him canceled. I just didn't like that he said this. And then mm-hmm. I watched another one later and it was like, yeah, what he did was wrong. It's like, whoa, this is, it's 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 moving from the comedy world that I was comfortable commenting mm-hmm. on, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I could see that a little bit of that is happening. And um, I just hope it does get addressed where both men progress in their careers. Yeah, they can a, reconcile a, or whatever, you know, whatever that looks like, right? Maybe that means yeah. we're not going to work together ever again, but we got no beef, you know, or something yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, that, I think that and, and I and. I hope that our audience hears that we're not trying to uh, put any kind of pressure on Pong to do, you know what I mean? Like we're not calling them out or like, you know, any of that stuff because it's just not true. Uh, and we don't call anybody out but ourselves on this show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. Oh be clear. God. Well, I'm telling, I, I, you know, Tony Hinchcliffe, I have called out on the show. <laughs> okay. Anybody that's beneath us mm, <laughs> or yeah, on our see? level. And uh, there you go. Beneath us. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Um, but I mean, I, I, uh, but yeah. Hmm. It's a tough one. I, I, I am, I applaud us, not in a egotistical, arrogant way, but just to be thankful of the mm-hmm. relationship that we've built and of the, mm-hmm. the kind of discussions we have and yeah. how amazing they are. Because yeah. in the middle of this, Rich, I will be honest that I felt like I wasn't supporting you enough and I felt a little bit distant because because I was like am I being arrogantly stubborn because I I honestly feel what I feel Mm. um 
And I appreciate you sticking with it and sticking with me. And then you said something that communicated. And that's, mm. it's just, you have to keep talking. And that's that's just so vital. And people have said it, but it's hard to really get it unless mm. you see what we just did here. Like we mm. modeled it. Mm. You have to keep talking because eventually you will hear what the other person is saying if you're mm. trying to listen to them. Yeah. So. And, and, I, and I think another lesson I've learned too, and, and maybe our audience can uh, understand this, I... I've been needing this conversation since day one. Mm. Like I, I, I've been thinking nothing about like, you know, I was like, is it, is it time? It's like all day. I'm like, all right. We're going to Cause I mean, really, cause, because I knew that I could talk to you about this and that even though we sort of started from disagreement and, and may still disagree from time to time, um, that you and I could, this could happen, this mm-hmm. kind of thing to where we're, we're now both not, it's no longer a binary Right. relationship it's an inter- it's it's an uh, interconnected one that's crazy because a little bit and it's it's that it's that balance it's yin and yang and all that stuff it's not like ah, i'll handle a little bit more racism now that's not that's not what i'm talking about it's like i understand a little bit more about and it, i think i agree with a little bit more than maybe i did before about about yeah. that stuff like about the importance of re- really hit me with like people do have to work out and they do have to have a place where the audience will tell them what's what works and what doesn't that's absolutely essential for comedy and to lose that i think is um would be detrimental to the art yeah 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 for sure i 100 agree with you that at no point should our career should our what we do on stage or off stage really as people it should never be personal Mm. um that's me in general but definitely on stage you should Mm. never get personal and at the point that it does feel that way i believe both parties need to acknowledge that and communicate that Mm -hmm. and um right and and again that's another that's another law right that's that's like so that freedom of speech extends until we get to personal stuff then personal Mm -hmm. stuff does not belong on stage right yeah you know what i'm saying like you you know so so it's like it's it's this it's just again interconnected Um, uh, there's a, a balancing and point or there used something. to be league there used to be legal things on the book that if it got personal we illegally admit to start a duel you and i will go mm. into a duel mm-hmm. and legally victor comes out alive like which is crazy mm-hmm. and i'm glad we've removed that piece yeah. but we we forgot <laughs> that it still gets personal what do we do now that we can't duel what do we do now that we can't fight each other mm-hmm. right like because that so many times things go to hey where them hands at boy <laughs> like that's you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. hey it's personal now i don't have nothing yeah. else to do but fight you yeah and um yeah. I'm, we are modeling what you need to do and mm. what's really funny is probably exactly an hour ago we said look we're just gonna have to agree to disagree <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah i mean that's true that's true and and it, it is it is it's an interesting <laughs> like emotional physical place to be in of like I don't agree with you 100%. Yeah. I'm on I'm on your side in my disagreement. Mhm. I'm on your side. And yeah. that's, you know, and vice versa. Like Yeah, we were, yeah. yeah so it's like <laughs> I, okay, I get I get a little, you know, a little bit more of what you're saying and that that will continue and grow. So man, thank you so much for talking this out with me. We'll probably release this probably after we talk to Vaughn yeah. or if we get a if we get a definite no from him. Because this was such a good convo, like I'm, uh, I don't uh, know, uh, I, I'll reach out to him. I, I think yeah. I'll, I'll reach out to him because I kind of want this to be out now. I didn't know we would get here. Yeah. I should have because you said it earlier. I felt you you had faith that we would get somewhere like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Halfway through, I was like, "Damn, we this is yeah." We're doing the same thing as everybody else is doing. <laughs> yeah, which which has to happen. But we mm-hmm. stuck. We kept talking to the same people versus. I mean, Twitter. Oh, so, yeah. 
Golly. And I got, I got, I mean, you know, you get caught up in your feelings and just stuff comes out. And I, I know for me, like, this is, it's not healthy for me to be like, it's healthy for me to write jokes for Twitter. It's not healthy for me to like try to call out stuff on Twitter. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I want to support people and I want to, I, I do, I do want to voice my opinions, but that's for like things like this or the stage. It's just not, it doesn't work on that platform. Cause I, I've been trying all day to write out like what I've been thinking and feeling and it, it did, I couldn't it just, it was impossible. I needed to talk it out, Ooh, Yeah. you know? And I, you know, so. And I was scared to even say what I was thinking and feeling because sure. all I could hear was am i against pong that's not what i'm mm. trying to say mm-hmm. but anytime i type something i was like uh, yeah backspace yeah. backspace backspace <laughs> yeah 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 i mean that's that's been all day long it's like am, am i yeah am i against pong or if i or even i think to some extent am i am i being do i have all the information you know what i mean like and mm-hmm. not that to me to me i'm in the camp of like the context you know, that whole context matters thing like that, that really seems like it's a scapegoat. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think like that, that that's the automatic reaction. Well, what's mm-hmm. the content they call them, call them, uh, the N word. Well, there's, there's no, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I don't in this know. case we got context and it was like, okay, yeah. it's over. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I still think that there are there are some things that we need to treat each other better as humans. I think there's some that's the that's the really the core of it. It's not the words. Uh, it's not even the the racial implications. It's it's the humanity piece that the I think is relationship. It's a personal relationship that I think is mm. that it's okay to do that is really yeah. my core issue. That it's okay to to and and you know you're gonna offend people. I've already offended people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. I've already had people like with the show. They're like, "Did you, did you in this episode do this?" Yeah. I'm like, "Hey, let's talk about it as best we can." And we did, and we got to, you got there. But like, you, being offensive is not you. You know, it's going to happen, and if you do comedy, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's going to yeah, happen over and over. You're not going to like what I have to say. Um, am I still treating you like a human being? Hmm. Wow, that's uh, yeah. I can't argue against anything you just said. <laughs> not a drop. And I think it's tricky to notice that there are people having impersonal relationships on stage and unaware that someone could be having a personal one like mm-hmm. that. That's tricky. And yeah. having personal relationships with everyone in real life, I do that. And even on stage, I mean, I'm not Tony Hinchcliffe. I'm not a roaster. I can't roast. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been able to. It's just too hard for me to be mean. I was, yeah. I don't know yeah. Why. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. I'm the same, man. I'm the same. Now, I, I mean, I have been mean for out. sure. People, people have told me I've been mean. So I, I <laughs> want to be perfectly clear. I can be yeah. mean, just not funny. <laughs> yeah, it, that's fair. Just not funny. So, um, Damn. yeah. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Let's land yeah. this plane. This was yeah. an amazing show, um, yeah. listeners. If you made it this long, mm-hmm. give yourself a medal. I will give mm-hmm. you a. Uh, <laughs> piece of fabric wrapped up into a ribbon mm-hmm. that says county fair <laughs> congratulations <laughs> you did such a good job um yeah but yeah for just, sure I it's I'm, one of, I'm, go ahead. you go no, ahead. no we're, we're in the same place man just kind of babbling because uh, you know we get to these places sometimes where our brains are like just sit with it like it's okay there's nothing to say there's nothing to say we just sit with it so Facts. yeah uh well thanks thanks so much for listening to the show please if you can um you know like and subscribe and in anywhere you get your podcasts uh, spotify itunes um 
any, you know, any, anywhere you get those done. Uh, if you can, please, please support us on Patreon. Uh, we're trying to get some, some better things for the show, some, some better equipment. And, and we've got some, a lot of ideas and we just need the capital to get them done. So um, if you can, it's $5 a month. You get access to our live shows, a live feed that you can chat with us while we're doing the show. And you get our full candid conversations, which you've heard uh, some of uh, on our feed over the last year. So uh, if that appeals to you, please, uh, please do that. If you can't do that, please, wherever you can, leave us, leave us reviews. Let people know that you like the show, share it with your friends, just, you know, tag us or, um, we're on allies imperfect on Twitter and allies imperfect on Instagram. Uh, we're also on Facebook as imperfect allies. So yeah, please, please, um, let us know. And, and, and if you have any, um, you know, comments, suggestions, concerns, whatever else, you know, reach out to us. Yeah. We're always yeah. available. We mm. don't mind being called out. We don't mm. mind being saying we're wrong. Yeah. We are here to learn and have a discussion with you again. We are imperfect allies and we're <laughs> proud of it. Um, so not too proudful. No, no not like <laughs> you will not replace us kind of not, proud, but not white pride, but uh, not white prideful, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, Buddhist, as, as prideful as a Buddhist can be, I guess, mm, maybe. Yeah, no, no. Does that work? I don't know. I'm lost in this yeah, analogy we gotta, now. We got to quit. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, man, see, this is why you got to have a safe space to work, work stuff out. Uh, Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for being that safe space with us. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Thank y'all for listening to The Imperfect Allies. Please check the show notes and catch Pong Dang's amazing interview on Vulture.com. And as always, follow me and Richie, connect with us on the show. Until next time, peace.